I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway... Join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, do you, have you guys ever, do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima, oh. Zima's, Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following, following. the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Yes, it all started out as a mild curiosity in the junkyard. Now it's turned out to be quite a, a quite a great spirit of adventure. Don't you? People assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Stuff. You're calling the butler. I'm very partial to tea and muffins. What's wrong with being childish? I like being childish. Before I go, I just want to tell you you were fantastic. Never trust the heart. It's just a way to hide your face. That's the exciting thing. Nobody in the universe can do what we're doing. Why are you pointing at screwdrivers like that? They're scientific instruments, not water pistols. Gallifrey! Yes, this must be where I live. Welcome, everybody, to Season 1, Episode 8 of Gallifradio, a Whovian podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Veronica, and with me, as always, are my companions, Nate and Sarah. How's it going, guys? Yo. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, 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 <laughs> Turkey, turkey. I am so full. Yes, we are recording on Thanksgiving. Holy shit. We're tired. Turkey coma city, <laughs> yeah. USA. Yeah, that was epic. That was an epic Thanksgiving. It, it was, was sport. wonderful. Eating for sport. Well, I had a long, a long day because I had multiple Thanksgivings I've had to go to. This is my third one. Yeah, we're gonna be really. And stuff. We're gonna be kicking out uh, a pretty epic Thanksgiving tomorrow. While this, ep- well, today actually the episode is dropping today. Yeah. So if you're listening right now, but you know, it's also crazy about today. I just I do want to mention this before we get too far off the rails on this episode and talk about all these other things. You guys, today, right now, November 23rd, 2018, mm-hmm. 55th anniversary of Doctor Who today. Woo-hoo. And our eighth episode is dropping. How cool. That's awesome. Um, that's so, a lot of years. Yeah, 1963. <laughs> yes, this is the longest running uh, sci-fi show in the world, right? Correct. Please talk a little bit louder. Sorry. sorry. Thank you. <laughs> this is the worry. This is the problem of being cozy. With I know. I'm like all like because turkey as soon coma. As you, I'll sit up. Yeah. Sorry. Grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> you gotta gobble, get into gobble, it. I know, gobble, it's hard. Cool. This is super Rabble. duper old school because we're actually recording from a historic, legendary site in the Journey into Comics Network history. Jesus. Because this is where it all started in this very household where Journey into Comics was, episode one was first recorded at my dad's house or down here visiting for Thanksgiving. I remember. Coming to you live from Nate's kid bedroom. Fuck yeah, my kid bedroom mm-hmm. with all my band shit and all my memorabilia. And Metallica weird. posters on the wall. I drew that Fucking and ar- I arted the, the fuck out of that. Misfits on the wall. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. We are 138. Mm-hmm. That's a little Easter egg. 
Anyways, today, Doctor Who, we're talking about it. We've got a lot of different things. I don't know where you guys want to start. I'm not even sure. Why don't we talk about Who News? Well, which, there's a lot of Who News. There's like, like there's some shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to bring up a topic? I can throw one on the table right now. Uh, Why don't you go for it? John Simps says, I'll gladly return to play the master versus Jodie Whittaker. Please make it hmm. happen. That would be quite interesting Ooh. because how would he regenerate? Like, how, how can would, he regenerate back into a performer? Yeah, we can't. Is this like a timey wimey uh, thing? Why would you bring that up? I is didn't this, mean to. Is this because I haven't seen something yeah. yet? God damn it! I can't talk about it. We're not and there I'm yet. I'm stomping Shit. my foot. Sorry, guys. I still haven't. For those of you who have no uh, idea what we're grumbling about. I still haven't caught up on Peter Capaldi's season of Doctor Who. Yeah, we finished yeah, season we need eight. To get, we need to get there. And we finished season eight. We're in season nine. We're at the third episode because we just got done with that first two-parter. Mm-hmm. And every episode this season, almost every episode, two-parter. So it's like... It keeps you and it keeps it moving. Totally. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. That's like another parallel that I really like from the original classic Who that we've been watching is that they're all like little story arcs, like little vignettes over multiple episodes, you know, Yeah, all facing mm. one villain because they were so short, you know, like serial. I like that. And really, that's one thing that's great to mention because I know Chris Chibnall had said kind of like going back to the old Doctor Who formula where every story was self-contained. Mm-hmm. Like, the Web of Fear story has nothing to do with Enemy of the World in the second Doctor story arc. They have nothing to fucking do with each other because it's two different adventures he's on. And that's kind of what he's doing with Jody is saying, okay, well, they're just here. And then now they were just here because there should be no rhyme or reason. There should be no coincidence if you're this time traveler's kind of his line of thinking. As right, and she kind of already established what her little purpose is, not little, not to say little purpose, but what her purpose is as, you know, a time traveler is to be there to help protect history and make sure things don't get fucked up. Wouldn't it be amazing if she said that once? I'm here to make sure shit doesn't get fucked up. <laughs> the doctor said what? <laughs> oh my god. was not ready great. for that. I'd be happy. Yeah. I tell you what, BritBox is like life-changing, by the way. I just want to mention, you were talking mm-hmm. about how much classic Who we've been watching. We've been watching a ton of that. It's crazy because I'm still discovering episodes and, and new loves for different doctors. It's like every t- every time, I'm like genuinely trying to seek out, and I don't know about you guys when you're using it, but I'm genuinely seeking out uh, different doctors to like get myself, okay, what about this doctor? What can hook me on him? Mm-hmm. And it was weird because for the longest time, I just want to, briefly tangent into this because you know, we got time to do it uh i never really gave colin baker much of a chance he's the sixth doctor yeah, technicolor yeah. dream coat yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i'm i'm fucking scrolling through BritBox and pops up something called the two doctors yeah and oh my god it's with one of my all-time favorite doctors and the second doctor making a long awaited <laughs> return which is amazing because patrick troughton had literally acted alongside of I'm pretty sure the most doctors in all of the other doctor histories. Yeah, he he pops up from time to time. I love that. I love him as a doctor. He's fucking adorable. (laughs) That little Howard haircut. Yes. That little bulb cut, you know? Yes, and still playing the recorder. Yeah. He's like a... He's like a, an old grandpa dandy or something. Yeah, I love grandpa that you call him a grandpa dandy. dandy. That's the episode title. <laughs> that's also the grandpa Jim dandy. He, that's just the doctor. Yeah. In those classic episodes. He's just a dandy. Yeah. 
you know. Ooh, especially John Pertwee. Yeah, with that frilly lace cravat and crushed velvet suits and capes. His motherfucking capes. God, I love him. Why can't we have a fashion show? (laughs) Doctor Who. Where is that? Yeah. I love uh, the current iteration of the Doctor's (laughs) wardrobe. You know? Yeah. I love her coat. Yeah, fashion. Turn to the left. Turn to the right. (laughs) And back to reality. And we're back. So you guys had some other Doctor Who news, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had mentioned to me earlier today that uh, rumor has it that Jodie Whittaker and the new showrunner are not going to be returning after 2019. They done. Rumor Rumor has it. Yeah, you got it. Is that Adele? Yeah. It is a dumb fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that we just did that. That was great. The worst. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, it's late. We've had a lot of turkey. Yeah. Turkey tripping. Turkey tripping. Uh, turkey and whiskey and Turkey tripping on Gallifradio. Yeah. Time With traveling. Grandpa Dandy. Anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? We were talking about news, and you were saying... Oh, yeah, they're not planning on coming back. That's the rumor has it. Who's who's planning on not coming back? I said that, Jodie Whittaker. And Chris Chibnall. It's very important to note that the showrunner yeah. is actually the reason that she will be leaving. If Jodie departs from the series, it's only because Chris Chibnall is leaving. Yeah, what's happening? Well, they kind of just... have this budding friendship because of Broadchurch. Mm. That's why they are working together here. Good yeah. fit because of Broadchurch. They work together there. So it just seems in tandem and she doesn't trust a new showrunner bringing and making her doctor not what she wants. You so know? what you're saying is that that's going to make room for John Pertwee's son to be the new doctor. That would we be need great. That. BBC, make want, that happen. I would sign a Gotham petition. Gotham is going to be over. He's going to be available. The 14th Inter- doctor. Hire him. Make it a thing. Hire him. And just, and would you, now let me ask you a question. <sighs> Would you have him return as Pertwee and make it like... No, he would be of, his own doctor. Okay, so he would be his own doctor. Okay, but yeah, they so. would make he would have to wear like Yeah, he would, there would ha- he'd have to have that car, some kind of car named Bessie. Or a callback. Yeah, Maybe he'd yeah. actually bring Bessie back. That would be interesting. Yeah, when has yeah. the doctor had like a vehicle like that? Long, you know? long, well, not actually and, technically speaking, the last time he had a vehicle was the 50th when he had the motorcycle. Yeah, but he would have to bring back some dramatic flair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We need a bit of flair. Mm-hmm. I like that. But I would you? Li- I need a little flair. Italian black boots. Would you reference uh, like? Yeah. Would you make it almost a joke like, "Oh, I almost got my face how I used to have it." Like I tried. <laughs> you know, like it's a close <laughs> or representation. No, say something like, well, this looks awfully familiar. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah, some, yeah. You'd have to come up with some kind of clever, clever nod if you do yeah, that. BBC, yeah. BBC, figure it out, please. My question. Kisses. And actually, I have a question. Would they give him a lisp? Is Ooh. the real question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's so happy. I would know, like, really just in, like, happy. when he's like in regeneration <laughs> mode, and then he like kind of can come out of it. You ham-fisted Bonvenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Bring that back. Bring it back. Or maybe his companion can be like the same name of the. What was it, Joe? Well, well, Third Doctor has three companions. Liz Shaw, Joe Grant, and then Mm -hmm. Sarah Jane, Mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, interesting. Yeah, she. I mostly just watched a lot of Joe Grant's. Because we kind of got you locked into that second season of Pertwee Mm -hmm. because it kind of like Terror of the Autons. You know, there's all there's all these episodes within there. Obviously, there's the uh, the three doctors that runs during that serial. But Mm -hmm. uh, in that first season, man. 
That's an interesting John Pertwee. It's interesting, like he boxes somebody, fist fight. <laughs> I yeah. love how physical John Pertwee's doctor was. I know. Like he yeah. was like he was a, like a James Bond. Yeah, he was like motherfucking James Bond. Yeah. I've said it before on the mm. show, but he you know he has a tattoo as well. Yeah. And that shows so the doctor has a tattoo and That's lore. That's dope. Which is cool. Ooh, you know yeah. who would make a really good James Bond is uh John Pertwee's son. Yeah. Sean. Sean. Sean Pertwee. Sean Pertwee. John and Sean Pertwee. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You'll never forget that. I really wish that that would happen. Let's manifest that. Man, that would be interesting. Make that happen too. Okay, so if you're going to have him as the new doctor, who do you bring on as a new showrunner? Do you guys have anybody who directs anything from Britain that you're like, oh man, if they took over Doctor Who? I have one. I've said it earlier, obviously, but I'm going to let you guys. I don't know. I don't watch enough British TV right now Okay, to know enough. who's like out there doing things. Fair enough. V? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I know. I Well, I kind of agree with your pick, Nate. You want to just go ahead and spill the beans because yeah, yeah. that would be my answer. So yeah, I really want? do believe that if you're going to have somebody take over the show, they need to already know Doctor Who. They need to already have a love for long, drawn-out shows that kind of tell bigger arcing stories because I think that's very important. And who better than somebody who has been in the Doctor Who universe, who has directed episodes of Doctor Who? I don't, I don't, don't sleep on the fact he has been a director as well. And he, maybe at some point we'll look up what episodes Mark Gaddis directed. But uh, Mark Gaddis is the perfect the perfect choice for the future showrunner of Doctor Who if Chris Chibnall decides to leave. I think that Gaddis has the history behind the show. He has a love, a genuine love for the show. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm going to need to really hear what episodes he directed before I fully decide if he has the no with all or the elbow grease to take over the series. Um, hopefully he didn't direct the Unquiet Dead episode because I'll cry. Because uh, <laughs> that episode to me is just so... Why are you always hating on that episode? I just, you know what? It's weird. The Gelf storyline... I get the the whole thing, and I know the story. I've, I've seen that episode fucking a million times. It's just like witchy and stuff. It's just just boring. let it be witchy. It's just boring. It's boring and too much like you Beetlejuice. You remember that episode, right? What the one that he's always ragging on? It's that boring. Episode of Doctor Who that's got Gwen from uh, Torchwood. Before that she's actress. Gwen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, and it was like in the funeral parlor or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was all witchy and stuff. Yeah, I dug that. Yeah, I know. Nate he doesn't like that one. that one. He hates it. I remember it. when we watched it, he's like, man, I don't like this episode. Yeah, he always <laughs> says that. He's been saying that for like 10, 12, however long. That's funny. <laughs> long time. Well, I was looking at Mark at uh, Guinness on uh, Tardis.wikia.com. Um, okay, okay. Mark Gettis. Uh Yeah, main roles in the uh, Doctor Who universe was the captain. Richard Lazarus and the master. And can I just say for a composer, because we were watching that show yesterday, Nate, uh-huh. uh, DC Titans. Is that what it's called? Titans. Titans. Yeah. It's really good. I actually think you might like it, but it's uh, the music is good. It's these two guys. I don't remember who the two guys are. I looked them up and I was reading about all the stuff that they did, but there's parts of it that like sound like Silent Hill music like mm-hmm. it's good it's interesting i think it would be they would be really good doing doctor who that's sweet i don't remember who um i don't remember who that is now yeah. oh that's Buggin. what gaddis produced 
he is not he has not written or, or he has not directed at least any Doctor Who. He He's might have written contributed some. nine scripts and made four guest appearances. But he did. He was an executive producer on, and this is something I want to watch this year as well for the show, an adventure in time and space. Hmm. And that is the retelling of the first Doctor becoming the Doctor and all the behind the scenes story and how it all came to be. It really tells you the history of Doctor Who in a beautiful way. Mm. It's a great callback today considering it's the 55th anniversary, actually. I think that's a great thing to throw at people. Um, It's a dramatization of the early years of Doctor Who with the story revolving around BBC executive Sidney Newman, novice producer Verity Lambert, and actor William Hartnell. And uh, David Bradley from... uh, He was uh, Walda Frey. Mm, Game um, of Thrones. Yeah, David Bradley's William Hartnell in this. He does a fantastic job. All right, well, let me ask you this. Going back to our original topic here of sure. uh, Jodie Whittaker and the showrunner leaving, mm, we were talking mm-hmm. about who we would want to have run the show. Who would you want to have play the Doctor besides Alfred from Son, Gotham? Oh, 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 oh. Man, you know, this that is... was my pick. I want to hear your guys' pick. Well, that's always been mine. Excellent. That, that's Great. I'm been, glad we're on the same fucking page. That's I've been saying that for since I watched the first episode of Gotham when it came out. It was like the first thing I said. Yeah, he would be You're a right. great doctor. You're absolutely right. Think, yeah. Um Man, this is difficult because it's like where do you go? You do you pick somebody a little bit older, kinda like how they have been uh in the past. Do you pick somebody younger like they did? Do you pick a woman? Do you pick a man? I mean, there's like all these different options. Uh, honestly, I don't know if you stick with the woman regeneration if Jody leaves immediately. I think there needs to let her breathe as the doctor and let it be impactful that she was the first female doctor. It's very important in the history of the story. Again, uh, so you think it should be a man? So I do think it should be a dude. And honestly... You know what would be dope? Oh my god, it would be swank. They've said that he should be they said that he should be James Bond, but fuck that, he should play the doctor. Fucking uh Idra Elbis. Oh. From uh he plays Heimdall in uh or Thor. In Thor. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. That's funny uh, that that's what you know him from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was also yeah, in right? the, the he was also <laughs> in the Marvel. The Dark Tower series, right? He's in a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's been around. He was in Lucifer, I think, in the BBC. That was his first big show, I think. Mm. Or um, Luther, maybe, was what it was called. Luther. (laughs) Not Lucifer. That's a a current (laughs) show, I think. That's like a network TV show, yeah. Yeah, 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 my fault. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Or we can go completely left field and have, like, the actress that plays Michonne. Oh <laughs> my god, Denai Gararia would yeah. be fucking amazing as the But like doctor. kind of as she'd be super intense. That'd be awesome. Yeah, not a Michonne character, but like that like Amazonian type of character, you know, mm-hmm. that cuz that's like larger than life, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a type of that's a totally different type of woman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you saying you saying that was making me think. I feel like these showrunners Moffat did it, right? He did little callbacks, used the Daleks, used the Cybermen, used the Weeping Angels that he created and whatnot. You know, used the Zygons again and shit and whatnot. The Zygons. Um, You know, with the Zygon invasion, Zygon inversion or whatever, that episode that happens in Series 9 that we're getting ready to get into. Uh, But I 
feel like they always are like, I have to be different. I need to dare to be different. I need to do things differently. And they never go, man, do you know what would blow the fans' fucking minds right now? If Jodie Whittaker showed up on a planet and Jack Harkness was there. Oh, my or God. if Jodie Whittaker goes yes. back to somewhere else and all of a sudden who comes around the corner but fucking River Song. And it's like, a wait, oh, what the fuck is happening? Who are you? So and pleased. it's her trying to convince her, like, no, yeah. it's me. I'm the doctor. I remember you. You're River Song. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know her, really. You know, it's like the very, very first time River's well, meeting him. did we ever see the doctor's wedding? Yes, mm-hmm. we do. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Okay. Trenzalore. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. I was trying to remember. Um it's been a while for that one. There's also something we haven't talked about in regards to those two leaving. Yeah. Or possibly leaving. What said, it is. said that, um, I'm reading this Google article here, and it said that this story claims that the pair will leave after a second season together next year, which, due to their disagreements with BBC bosses, is likely to consist of only six episodes. This compares to the current mm-hmm. season's run of ten episodes. And this, is, this goes back to what I was telling you off-air, that Chris Chibnall is saying that it is impossible with the way they schedule things to only get 10 episodes done. I think he's too much of a perfectionist. I think they're maybe diving too deep. I mean, the production in this season has been amazing. The only issue, as I have a little bit of indigestion there thanks to Thanksgiving, <laughs> uh, the gobble only issue... Gobble. Yeah, gobble, gobble. The only issue I see is uh, I just I, I keep feeling like Chris Chibnall is just trying to change too much. And that's going to lead into my next thing with with what they're doing. You know, Chris Chibnall pissed and moaned, and I hate to say it like that, and complained and said, I don't want to do a Christmas special. I don't want to do a Christmas special. And by God, he's getting what he's asked for because we're not getting a Christmas special this year. We tackled that on the last episode. But since then, there has been an update, a little bit of a a, um, um, breaking news on this story, as it were, because... There will be a New Year's Day episode now. No Christmas. Now we're getting it on New Year's. What do you guys think of that? Does it really uh, matter it that like much? The, the first time in 13 years or some shit, right? Yeah, since the so, since, yeah. since 2005 when yeah. the Doctor returned to television. Yeah, it goes along with the. They said on, on talking over the show, Jim Jimnell said he wouldn't be featuring any of the show's established mon- monsters such as Daleks or Cybermen. Instead, new alien foes, including the Pating, have been depicted. Uh, the series has also reintroduced historical stories, which have tackled subjects ranging from U.S. civil rights campaign Rosa Parks. We all remember the the Rosa we Parks episode with the music. <laughs> hashtag we remember. <laughs> to the... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he's doing things differently. He's just really trying to shake it up, and I like get it. You're trying to leave your mark. But don't leave your mark being a dumbass and not using the tools you have in your oh. in your. In your I, real, I mean, I really, I'm not Go trying to be there. mean. That's I'm bad. not. I'm not trying to be mean. But like, seriously, think about it. Jodie Whittaker, the first female doctor. How important is this in history? In the history of the show, yeah. and she's been and great she's and universally not, praised by critics and fans alike. You mean right. to fuck, You mean to tell me? Just I want you guys to think about this. That she's never going to go up against a Dalek, never going to see a Cyberman. How is that robbing these people? Think about that well, amazing maybe in this moment. Season, maybe in the six episode thing, it, they'll break it but up then, into like two what, little story arcs. The, well, then that's what I was going to say. Then what do you do? Half of the story arc is Daleks, half the story arc is Cybermen. Woo, we're done with our oh, series. Whatever. Like, I'm just, I'm worried that right now Chris Chibnall is kind of fucking putting a landmine in Doctor Who. And 
he's real close to blowing this son bitch up and doing the wrong thing because they just gave him all this budget and now he's screwing it up. They just offered well, is this all his fault or could this be like executives' faults or creative differences? Like you don't know what's going on. Like right. you well, have no idea from, like from what, what everything getting, what this dude's vision of it, it is versus what's being you know presented to us from right. what i'm reading behind the scenes chris chibnall is very upset because well, he's reading uh <laughs> but he, <laughs> thanks for throwing me essentially he is feeling like them wanting 10 episodes to come out of 365 days a year of filming is way too much like that they should only have five or six in a season and it should be way less it's like, okay, here's my thought. If you're going to do that... Either that or they're getting punished for not making what they're supposed the BBC, to be making. Exactly, and right, that's like another this thing, could too. Have, this could be from the executive side. Backlash saying, said, look, tightening the reins right. a little bit on him. Right, uh, like being like, okay, well, this isn't what we want, so you're only getting a half order. Like, it could have nothing to do with the showrunner. Yeah, you're right. I you're don't totally know. right. Who right? knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I... Yeah, we, d- we don't mm-hmm. know. We can only speculate. Yeah, yeah. I just like I said, I think it's cool he's trying to leave his mark, but don't leave it in a a poor taste in your mouth way because th- the BBC, I feel like they're starting to really buy in that Doctor Who is this really legacy thing, you know, and it took a mm. long time and it really took the Matt Smith years in America and us Americans buying in. Did your phone just die? Yeah, I had this little uh, thing I was going to read. Well, hey, there's a phone died. charger right there I can set you up with if you just give me a second. Oh, you keep talking about your thing and I'll uh, take care of it. Sure, sure, sure. By the way, you want to use that extension cable that's right, y- yes, and plug it in above here. I'll hand it to me. Oh, man. I'm just Technical tra- difficulties. It happens. It's, the, it's live podcasting and we're the Journey into Comics Network. And where we're coming to you live from Nate's kid bedroom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, real <laughs> shit happens. Yo, oh shit, as I almost trip and die. Real shit happens, folks. Yeah, it is true. That is, that's podcasting for you. You never know what you're going to get. All right, or, what the hell were we talking about? Doctor uh, Who? Yeah, <laughs> uh, correct. This is Gallifradio. Welcome. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. <clears throat> My bad. Okay, so... Uh, there's, oh, 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 there is some big news. I do want to kind of like, while your phone is getting brought back to life, there's a couple things I want to mention. First of all, we're two episodes back, folks. By the next time people hear us, hopefully we'll be caught up on all three episodes that we're behind by there's this There's only three point. left, right? And then after that, there are only three left, correct? So we're okay. almost done here. We're almost done with this. And then and we're only like three or four episodes away from our series finale here, or our season finale here on Gallif Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been fun. It I've has been, been great. It. A great first season yeah. for sure. Uh, but, uh, with us being a couple episodes back, there was the demon of the Punjab episode and there was like one called Kerblam. And then this episode that's coming out Sunday is like the witch hunters or something like that. I can't, the witches or something like that. Mm. Witch takers or something. I can't remember. Okay. Great. Amazon totally fucked up and leaked the episode on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It was up for four hours. It's probably on torrent sites. We could probably watch it tonight if we really desperately wanted to. Uh, wow. But they 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 fucked up by way of they put the episode Kerblam's subtitles on the episode for this week and accidentally released that instead of putting it on this last week's episode like it's supposed to. Right. So it was up for a while <laughs> and people were like, oh shit, scramble, get it, get it. It's leaked. It's actually genuinely leaked. Mm-hmm. And it was a thing. Like, they can't take it back now. Damn. Amazon's fault. 
Did they get in trouble oh. for that? They're not going to get Jeff Bezos. He can't get in trouble. Come on now. They'll just throw money at it till it goes away. You need $26 billion? I've got it. No worries. Just a drop in my bucket. Damn. It's true. It's the you truth. Know what that's like. I don't know what it's like. It's terrifying. I, said, I wonder. Oh, me too. Yeah, also. I definitely don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, Let's talk about something uh, more pleasant than money. Did you have a thing, Sarah, or did you have a thing you were going to bring up? Were you in the process of pulling something up when your phone died and that's what we were doing? Mm-hmm. Do you want to try to bring that up or do you want... Did Sarah, you have something too also? I don't know if I have something. I just looked up uh, a Doctor Who quiz earlier. I don't know if it's good though. It's like a ra- it's like randomly generated. So the questions are probably horrible. It's true and false. It's true or false. Mm. Uh, we could journey through it if you really want Ooh, to. We'll journey into it. Yeah, that's fine. And then uh, we can talk about my thing later. That's cool with me. Are you set up? Yep. Cool. That's gravy. And my thing was just John Sim saying he would love to return. It does. It, oh, as the master. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does bring the possibility of what those two would do together. But again, you're not going to see any anybody. I don't think we're going to see a master. We're not going to see Zygons or. That's always fun. I like or... getting throwbacks to previous seasons just because it makes it seem a little bit more consistent and like it's the same show. You know, because you're already mourning the loss of your stories because there's a new cast and gotta bring it home yeah you gotta have it grounded you know you can only change so many things before it turns into something else and people don't find it as interesting or maybe it uh does better who knows i don't know i'm not certain either yeah whatever you got it up let's play this game let's try it out yeah i have this thing how Um, how do you want to do it you want to ask each of us a question back and forth or whoever i don't know it's just true and false that's all it is so you guys can each answer every question and hopefully they'll give me the right answers and not just give me a total (laughs) at the end i don't know it's a random quiz so let's let's hope we don't get burned guys it's like getting a scratch off (laughs) sweet okay great reference here we go the cult of scarrow had four members True or false? True. True. Okay, we'll answer true. I guess we can answer together because I have to only answer one of them. Okay, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think just thought I, about that. I think I can actually name them, though. I can't. Okay, so the next one. The Doctor is the last surviving member of the Great Time Order. False. The Time Order? <laughs> That's what it says. Get the fuck out of here with that. It's false. Okay. The Doctor has been married more than once. True. I think so, yeah. Okay. I can name at least two times. The doctor has never fixed the chameleon circuit before. What? By the way, there's a timer for some reason that's counting down. That's true. He has never fixed it. (laughs) Okay, true. Oh, no, that was false. I guess we got the other ones correct. It told me right away. Motherfucker. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Uh, Next. That doesn't make sense. Okay, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) The Santarans were created by the scientist Santara. By the way, you have under a minute for some reason or other. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just counting down. There's 10 more False. questions. False. False. That was correct. Yes. Santa. Okay. The doctor has traveled with another time lord. True. True. Yeah. Duh. Romana. <laughs> here we go. TARDIS stands for time and rescue dimension in space. Get the False. fuck out of here. Okay. With that shit. There is only one TARDIS left in the universe. 30 seconds, guys. True. True. Okay. False. What? It said false. It didn't tell me why. There's a great. Mm. There was a great time war. There was a great war of time lords against vampires. False. False. Daleks, right? That was true. It said true. I what? need to know. 
Scarrow was de- destroyed in the Time War. Ten seconds. Scarrow was destroyed in the Time War. True? True. False. Oh, what? <laughs> there are five versions of K9. Oh, true. Uh, six. It's, it's false. Uh, it's all right. It already it already took it away. I don't know why. I don't know why we had such a. Was there was stressful. a timer. Yeah, I didn't realize that we were under the gun until I'm like, oh my god, a minute. What is happening here? That reminds okay. me of that stupid game that I just got or that Ollie got for his birthday, Perfection. And yeah, it's like it was that like timer that. game <laughs> where you're waiting for these little pop pieces to pop perfection. off and scare the shit oh, out of you and give yeah, you a heart attack. That's stressful. Ooh, is it ever? Because it's yeah. timed. By the way, I played it the other day and I totally beat it with yeah. like, tw- I don't know, like 10 seconds to spare. It was okay. radical. Well, now that we know there's a timer, we can try again. I think the questions are random. Sure. Like, regen- like I, th- I don't. Regenerate. Yeah, it's not. I was trying it earlier and. <laughs> Ayo, mm-hmm. and they were different questions. Like all, like there was like three okay, different questions at first. So let's see if it's different. Sure. Let's try one more time. I have to keep my phone plugged in, so to be over here. Okay, try again. Uh, I have to. Hit, oh, it. We only get two minutes. Maybe I can change it. Let's see if I can change that. Oh, you have to log in. It's something. That's why they give you a timer. Okay, Uh, so somehow we're supposed to answer 14 questions in two minutes. What site is this? What are we looking at? Mm, I don't know. Some site called Sporkle. Oh, my God. I love Sporkle. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, I I played Sporkle (laughs) when I worked my horrible telemarketing job all the time. (laughs) And I got to the point where I can name all of the presidents in chronological order. Okay, well, that's what we're advocating right now is this. Sporkle, I'm so glad that you know of whatever this is. Yeah, That's Sporkle's I great. I love Sporkle. Like I even to this heart. day, you could do that in under a minute. Fuck yeah, I could. Like right now, if she finds it on there, I probably could. Oh, you can't oh just God. name them. Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, <laughs> so you Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, Hayes, Arthur, Cleveland, Garfield, Cleveland, Harrison, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, Harding, Wilson, Coolidge. I don't want to anymore. Now I'm like a nerd. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's great. <laughs> oh, are we doing stupid human tricks now instead? No. No, let's no, get back to it. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Back to Sporkle. Okay, we got two minutes. Back to Borkle. Let's see if we can do it. Okay. Sure. Here we go. Bring it. But almost. Here, here we go. Okay, here we go. Peter Capaldi is the 12th Doctor. Technically true, but they're going to say it's false because of War okay, Doctor. Okay, what am I saying? True. True. Okay. Uh, oh, we got this one already. There was a great war of Time Lords against vampires. True. We know it's true. And we're going to find that out. There are five versions of K9. True. True? V, what do you say? Uh, yeah, true. False. Fuck. Oh. The cult of Scarrow had four members. We already know that's true. Yeah. Okay. Dalek Khan, Dalek Sec, Dalek. Uh, oh, it's the time and rescue dimension in space again. Okay. False. 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 Get the fuck out of there. Okay. With that. There's only one TARDIS left in the universe. What False. 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 Yeah. We we're doing better, guys. Yes. The Doctor is the last surviving member of. Th- oh, the Great Time Order. <laughs> False. False. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> the Doctor has met Robin Hood. True. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we're back to the doctor's been married more than once. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's true. The doctor's traveled with another time lord. Also true. Okay, also true. Uh, Santarans have invaded Gallifrey. Oh, left. shit. False. I agree with you. I don't think they have. False? False. False. True. Damn. What? I need to know. Uh, Damn, okay. Wild. Oh, Scarrow again was destroyed in the time war. False. False. <laughs> we know false. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, oh, the chameleon circuit. Doctors never fix the chameleon circuit. False. Apparently, apparently he fixed False. it, but it's stuck, I guess. Uh, what did we say? The Santarans were created by the scientist Santara. No. <laughs> Santara. <laughs> Ooh, we got to the oh end of it, I think. Yeah? Was we still it? had 24 seconds left. We got, we got 86%, guys. 13 out of 14? 12 out of 14. Oh, 12 not out bad, of 14. Not bad. The oh. average score is 62%. Sweet. So that was took a, that the was test. Good one, you guys. Guys. podcast about this stuff. You yeah. think we should at least know a little bit about Hopefully. it? Hopefully, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think so, anyway. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, V, you have a thing. Uh, also, yeah. too. Also, okay. as well. That's also true. So I was looking up some stuff on DoctorWhoMagazine.com, and they were talking about. Uh, this article says the most recent issue of Doctor Who magazine revealed the results of the biggest fan survey ever conducted, announcing what DWM readers think are the best stories of the first 50 years. And the full results featuring the chart placings of all 241 stories can be found inside issue 474. The top 10 Doctor Who stories of all time were revealed as... Are you ready? Yes, oh. I am super ready. Please. We're going to have to talk about these one at a time, by the way, when you throw them at us. Clearly. Okay, please. Uh, do you <laughs> want me to do them from 10 down to yes, 1? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, let's Always. do countdown. That's more fun, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know the best one first. That's boring. Okay, number 10. Sure. Remembrance of the Daleks, 1988. Ooh, that's a mm. seventh Doctor story. It's actually, I think, the last in his run. It, the... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that what it says? Uh, it doesn't say that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's going on to talk about the winning story immediately after that. Oh. So I was just like reading ahead. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we'll just have a short reaction to each one. What's next? Okay, number nine, Human Nature, The Family of oh, Blood, 2007. Mama. My first episodes of Doctor Who that ever, was. and they were so fucking good. <laughs> David I Tennant, told him not to watch them, though. David Tennant being not the Doctor Doctor. And Martha freaking out, and I'm like, "What the fuck is her deal? Like, this guy That's can't a be hard that great." To get into like right there, I would think. Yeah, yeah it, it I, I kept bit. telling him, I was like, "This is really not the one you should be watching first. <laughs> like, this is not representative of the rest of the series." And you know what's and weird yet he though? Still stuck to it. Yeah, not, right. But not only that, the 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 not getting the payoff of the because the, the human nature episode, like he is 100 percent John, like uh, John Smith. The whole time when right. it goes to the thing in the in the end of the episode and the scarecrows are taking over the party and he has no idea what the fuck to do. And he's trying to like send the kids to go fight like he is scared and has no idea. And I'm like, what is this guy? Like, I don't get it. How does he, like, how does he get out of this shit? You know, so the next week when I come back to watch it and he does get out of it and then like at the end and I always talk about this. I've talked about it a couple times on the thing here where he just like is playing like he's still John Smith to the family of blood and they think the doctor's gone and they're like, oh, he's stupid, he's rubbish and then he just fucking turns it on him like it's nothing and, mm -hmm. you know, puts the, the sister satisfying. in every mirror and ties the brother to the heart of a dying star or no, ties the father to the heart of a dying star and mm -hmm. makes the brother watch over the fields of London as a scarecrow for all of eternity, you know, like... The doctor is vicious as fuck in the human nature family of blood. So glad it made the list. Number seven, The Empty Child, The Doctor oh, Dances, 2005. Sarah, please take it. Oh, well, it's pretty much one. Of, I mean, that's like the best two-parter. That's one of the best ones. 
Um, I don't want to say anything else about other ones I like because I don't know what else is on this list. But yeah, I love that one. There are so many moments. I mean, the introduction of Jack Harkness. Yeah, right. uh, Stephen Moffat's introduction into writing for the series. It's one of the creepiest episodes. And there's really not a villain. No. There's not really a villain in that episode. Are you I mean, my that mommy? Whole thing. Yeah, it's oh, so creepy. Mommy. So creepy. Mommy. Number six, The Talons of Wang Chang. <laughs> oh. That is a fourth Doctor yeah. story. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, no, it's I don't really think you've good. seen that one. Mm-mm. Number five, City of Death, 1979. Mm. Another fucking great I like that there's episode. a lot of classic who on this list. City yeah. of Death, again, fourth Doctor, I'm pretty sure. Okay, if, okay. if I if I do remember correct, of course, mm. uh, Tom Baker being the longest tenured doctor, it's easy to guess that most of the stories were him. Where are we at next? Number four, The Caves of Androzani, 1984. Okay. No fucking idea what that is. I feel like I've watched that one before. Fifth Doctor. Yeah. And it's not the end of his run. I feel like it's I've watched it past high though. up there, number four. That's number for an four. That's your episode that I've yeah. never seen. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, we're gonna check that out. Okay, number three, obviously, Genesis of the Daleks, 1975. Very nice. Oh, I'm gonna take this one. Nate. That one again. Interesting to note when I first watched this many, many years ago, about ten, probably ten years at this point, was the first time I watched Genesis of the Daleks. Tom Baker story introduction of Davros's real character and the building on that and Sarah Jane witnessing the doctor not destroying the Daleks and allowing yeah. their creation and 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 oh I mean there's so many I mean, implications so from that exactly mm-hmm. and I mean he yeah. and he had already been tormented by these guys so I mean he went back to the point to stop them and still couldn't do it mm-hmm. so it it says a lot um obviously but but it, it stuck out in my mind then i loved it and even rewatching it now it's just like they had gold they really good. did it was good mm-hmm. number two blink 2007 <sighs> that's a good one that's a good one don't turn your back don't look away don't blink that was a scary one don't even blink mm-hmm. blink and you're dead <laughs> good luck yeah that's a good one for number two man that was funny with it when we watched that the first time were you there when we watched that the first time? Yeah. At my house, at my place. Man. <laughs> People were like screaming and stuff. It was funny. It was a, it was a weird episode too. Very little doctor. Yeah. It's a Doctor Light episode. And they had never done one that was so jump scare heavy. That you was know? one of the first ones that I had seen. Yeah. That, well, yeah, that's... We usually let people watch it's a that great one introduction. early on, even though there's yeah, because so it's a one off. You know, it you know? just really sets mm-hmm. the pace for what the show kind of is. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Season three again, David Tennant. It's really shocking. This top ten list. There's a couple things that have been missing. We'll talk about that in a minute. Sure. Mm-hmm. First of all, we are at number one, the number one spot, and I want to see what your prediction is. What do you guys think it's going to be? The number one greatest Doctor Who story of all time. Of all time, top, yeah, the number one. Of all time. Ooh. Oh. I don't think you're well, we haven't anything. gotten to Silence in the Library, Forest of the Dead. Right? Yeah, that's series four. Right. That's River Song. Yeah. What about it? Why are you confused? I thought you said we haven't got there. They didn't. That's I, not on the list. It's not oh, on the list. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Sorry. That's what totally. we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Misunderstood. <laughs> That's my fault. 
You yeah. guys, that's, that's just a dummy moment. For on my yeah. Number one. And the, I have another one that's not on there yet. Okay. Satan Pit. Oh, 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 impossible oh, planet. Satan impossible Pit is planet. Great. That was a uh, weird one. Oh, I loved that one. Mm. That was a good one. Neither one of those is the number one. I know it. What is it? It's got to be Army of Ghosts Doomsday. No. What? Shocking. No. What? Do you want to know? Yeah. What beat it? Number one fan picked on the biggest survey. <laughs> I hope it's Girl in the fly- Fireplace. The I'll Day of so- the Doctor, 2013. Whoa. Oh, I really love <laughs> The Day of the Doctor. The winning story was the epic 50th anniversary special broadcast on November 23rd, right. 2013. Hey, that was five years ago today. That Yeah, anniversary today. Hmm. Starring Matt Smith, David Tennant, and John Hurt as three incarnations of the Doctor joining forces on the darkest day of his lives. <laughs> and Stephen Moffat wrote that story. Correct. Clara Oswald is a companion. Rose back as Bad Wolf. Billy Piper, that is. Oh, my God. Yeah, that oh, was a... Rose. I forget about that oh, one. I miss you, girl. Rose, no, in this form, they call me Bad Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was... Damn. That one had its fan service. That's what that was. It did it. That was it a great did it. episode. That's how you do... Doctor Who is you give us what we want. You don't mm-hmm. give us these weird conniving back thought stories. I'm really upset that there's no second Doctor, no third Doctor on that list. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you guys think should have been on that list that didn't well, make the cut? The interesting. Things I said. Interesting to note the sixth <sighs> yeah, Doctor. Silence in the Library, man, that was a great, great one. Army of Dar- I mean, Army of Ghosts, Doomsday. It's the end of Rose. It's the fucking the moment. People don't like that don't though. They like get upset episode. about it. That it. makes it's me so good. super bummed out. What wow. about Journey's End? How is that night on near the Ooh. top of the list with all the companion? I mean, you bring Mickey and 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 Martha and that Jack one was and Jackie. Yeah, and where they bring the torch with the Doctor. Did they have K9 make an appearance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody K9 <laughs> makes an appearance, and even um, Luke that. from the Sarah yeah. Jane Adventures makes an appearance. And, I wish. Yeah. Uh, Yanto and Gwen mm-hmm. from Torchwood make an appearance. I mean, yeah, they everybody's. We need to do Torchwood. I never finished Torchwood. Oh, yes. You, oh my oh. God. Where do we stop at Torchwood? The Pixies? Do we, we do the Pixies we episode? Watched. And that was it. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, the Pixies. Ooh, oh shit. The fairies. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. Fucking creepy. This uh, little article that I was reading to y'all has a couple little questions like they provided various questions about the poll and you can now reveal the answers uh which classic 20th century story hits the top five for the first time ever okay the answer is the tom baker story city of death which finished at number seven Mm -hmm. in the 1998 survey and at number eight in their 2009 poll but wow uh city of death again dark good story but tom baker love it which adventure shoots up the list to become the story, the top story of the second Doctor's era? Ooh, the Enemy of the World. That's the mm. one we want you to watch so badly. It's or so good. the Web you know, of Fear. Both also, of which yeah, recently been en- released. Enemy of the World, though. That's the one. Well, it was Patrick Troughton's final story. But that's Web of Fear. Yeah, Web yeah. of Fear. I remember that one. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But the other ones, like uh, that's the one where he plays two characters. In the sh- in the in the thing, and you forget that he's the same actor. That's right. He you does... were telling me about that. Yeah, it's he's super. I really good wanted to have that. it watched by this one, but it's okay. We'll watch we it by the, the next, next one. one. Yeah. yeah, he's he like he what like. What is his character's it? name in that? It starts with an S. Oh, I can't remember now. I can just like picture him because he's kind of like a. 
like a like a mafia. Well, what? <laughs> like he's like an overlord Here, type of a. Let me let me actually. I forget what his uh, what his deal is. I don't want to give too much away, anyways. But he plays <laughs> a very human character. Cool. You know, I like love a, Patrick Yeah. Which two reoccurring monsters see their every appearance land inside the top seventy-five? Oh, Dalek and Cyberman. Mm-hmm. Easy. But no. The correct answer was the Zygons, number one and number 14, and the Autons, number 28, 42, mm. 59, and 72. Of course the Zygons make the list at that point in time. Duh. <laughs> Being number one. Which two doctors find an incredible 50% of their stories land inside the top third of the poll? Top third? Which doctors? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's pretty easy. It's David Tennant. Mm-hmm. Tom Baker and ooh I don't know the third one but those two are definitely it. <laughs> what do you think, Sarah? Tom Tom Baker and uh and David Tennant for me. And for thirds for just S's and G's, I'm going to say was the question? Uh, Peter Davidson as well. Which two doctors find an incredible 50% of their stories land in t- inside the top third of the poll? So what I said, my two. Which two doctors find fifty oh, percent yeah, of their that's... stories are in the top? Yeah, that was Tom Baker and Dave Tennant. Wrong. It is yeah. really. When we asked this question, most of you thought the answer might be David Tennant and Matt Smith. Although some thought Tom Baker would be in with a shot, but perhaps surprisingly, the answer is actually John Pertwee and Christopher Eccleston. What? They were also the two doctors whose stories fared best in the survey overall. Pertwee stories averaged 7.32 out of 10 with the Doctor Who magazine readers, while Eccleston's managed an amazing 7.44 out of 10. Tom Baker, David Tennant, Patrick Troughton, and Matt Smith also managed to average over 7 out of 10 with their respective eras. Hmm. I have an answer. Hmm. Patrick Troughton was also Salamander. That's oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And that story is set How in 2018, by the way. Enemy of the World is set in 2018. Oh, so it's well, we'll have to, to watch that before the year's out. Okay, definitely. The, it says also. It also says, uh, Doctor Who magazine readers also voted on their favorite Doctor and the winner with a convincing margin. Who do you think readers' favorite Doctor is? All time collectively. Mm. <sighs> hmm. The readers of Doctor Who magazine, you say? David mm-hmm. Tennant. Hmm. Nope. Of all time? Mm-hmm. Not David Tennant. Well, Matt Smith then. I like this magazine. No. Doctor Who magazine. I have the Of the all time, I'm going to say, of all time, people are going to say Tom Baker. You are absolutely right. Yeah. Tom Baker. You know what's weird? I kind of disagree with that, and I have a reason why. But it's what people like. You can't disagree with their... No, and no. the fans were all watching. That was like their doctor. No, I yeah. get that. I get that and all. I get that and all. But here, I just, in my opinion, I could never personally vote him as my all-time favorite. Because his disdain for Doctor Who, almost on the same level of Christopher Eccleston and always being bitter, it does make it kind of hard. And I know that he also has been wronged by BBC and Doctor Who before, too. But like it kind of it sours me on the Tom Baker experience. Says, meanwhile, DWM readers also voted on their favorite doctor, and the winner with the convincing margin was Tom Baker, doctor number four, who celebrated his 80th birthday earlier earlier this year. On receiving the award, a thrilled Tom Baker beamed, 
wow, do you think this will advance my career? <laughs> I mean, see what I'm saying? <laughs> he fucking hates it. Like, oh, scathing. Oh, man, that's like Monty Python funny. That's like John Cleese funny. I love that. Yeah, very British. I like that. Cool. Tom Baker, right on. My, do you think this will advance Ooh. my career? That's Ooh. funny. On that note, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't I think know. We covered everything that we wanted to cover, right? Yeah, we've done a fantabulastic job. It's a lazy Thursday, Thanksgiving Thursday for gobble, us. Gobble. It's Friday for yeah, you guys. I'm ready for some leftovers. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, and you know, oh man, those leftovers though. The food we had today was incredible. I had two Thanksgivings, and they were just like, <sighs> hey, I'm gonna let you finish. Hey, hey, I love that you had great Thanksgiving. I'm gonna let you finish. However, we're going to let this conversation be safe for Foodies Watching Movies this coming Wednesday. You Hey-o. guys need to be checking it out. It's going to be our Thanksgiving hangover episode where the three of us really break down what the hell happened to us on Thanksgiving and the aftermath that followed. I cannot wait. It's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I go ahead and jump into the plugs right now? Yeah. As on always, <laughs> folks, you can check out Gallif Radio right here on the Journey Into Comics Network at journeyintocomics.com. Where you get all the different shows on the network. You guys know them and love them every day of the week here. We've only got a few episodes left, folks. So you're going to be checking out Gallif Radio probably into the first week of January. Sorry. Forgot what J month we were going to next. But January is the one. Uh, You guys can also check us out on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. Just search Journey Into Comics Network. You get all the different shows if you subscribe. And every other Friday, you get us Gallif Radio. Also, go to pod or go to Patreon.com backslash Journey into Comics. I'm fucking up the plugs today. Sometimes you're doing that fine. Happens. You're fine. You got that tryptophan running through you from the turkey. The tryptophan is running through me like the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania <laughs> Six. Okay. Turkey Okay. Anyway, so um, but yeah, folks, you guys can check out the Journey into Comics Network all over where you can get. Gallif Radio, we love doing this show so much. This first season has been a blast, and I cannot wait um, for the next episode to come out where we're going to probably be doing some classic cuts and all sorts of other stuff, catching up and reviewing three episodes of Jodie Whittaker's mm-hmm. season. So there's going to be a lot on next week's episode. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Get back to your Black Friday. Don't kill each other. Spread good joy and love. For Gallif Radio Episode 8, I'm Nate. I'm Veronica. Sarah. We'll see you guys later. Somewhere in time and space. Bye.